And I'm Hi. here, Pimstress. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Mistress. How are you? I'm doing well. <laughs> so, um, you you know, I don't I have uh, zero tech uh like knowledge is really bad, but uh thank you for bearing with me and I appreciate you so much. Um I'm not sure but uh why, but I'm really nervous right now. I feel like I'm in the presence of royalty. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, you're so silly and <laughs> Thank you, thank you. So I I don't know, like I'm I'm nervous. I feel like I'm like amongst like uh like a uh, like a superstar, like a legend or something. Um, You you, you, you speak too kind of me. Thank you. No, it's it's well deserved, and I've been like you know uh, following you and looking looking up your um your your page on Instagram, and I I didn't I, I I must admit I didn't go to your website because like I, I was kind of scared I was kind of scared <laughs> to, go, to go but I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an opportunity to tell our uh, listeners um more about the website and what they can find but first I wanted to uh, let you introduce yourself you could just um tell, tell that tell our listeners who I'm talking to yes I am the fabulous pimpstress mistress thick I hail from New York and I'm here That's to right. represent all of my strong black queens out there. Thank you so much. And and so when I first started the the podcast, um, I really wanted it to focus on all all types of non-conventional, untraditional relationships. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the focus has been on poly so far. But I feel like this is a form of poly mm-hmm. in the sense that um, it's sort of like you're not connected to just one person. And right. um, I, 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 wa- I want you to be able to explain to our listeners what it is that you do, um, what's your title. I, I know that it's it falls under BDSM, right? And would you be considered like a dominatrix? Yes, I am um, a professional lifestyle dominatrix. Um, what that means Okay, so is, what is, is that? Mm-hmm. Um, I... I this is my lifestyle. This is how I live. This is part, this is incorporated mm-hmm. in every facet of my being. Um, mm-hmm. And I also generate a revenue off of my lifestyle. So that's what a professional Good. lifestyle person, mm-hmm. or at least my definition of a professional lifestyle dog. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just fortunate to be able to generate a revenue off of what I love, off of how I love to live my life. Mm-hmm. And I live as a professional dominatrix. I, you're absolutely right. My relationships are all poly. Um, I have long-term and short-term dynamics, mostly long-term dynamics mm-hmm. um, with my slaves and those that submit to me. So I don't just have slaves. I also have submissive men who... Okay. Um, so what's the difference? You could tell us the difference. Okay. So the difference, would I would have to say, would be the commitment level. Whereas okay. a slave would be someone who would be able to dedicate their entire being, their life, um, you know, their soul, everything they have to an individual and they're and they're willing to back that up with action. Okay. Um, I would say a submissive male may not feel as strongly about be submitting to a female or female supremacy as a slave does. So he won't commit uh-huh on that level but he does want to submit to a female and he will submit to a female 
and 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 I I would just have to say they're really just not about that life. If I had to put it in layman's terms, so there's submissive uh-huh. males who have submissive tendencies and want to um, be subjugated by a female authority. Like would that be like once in a while kind of thing? Exactly, like exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay, versus like somebody who's you'll probably see them long term, like ongoing. It versus someone who says, you know what, I want to give my whole life to you. Here's my life savings. Okay. okay. Here's my house. Here's oh, my really? that's interesting i didn't i didn't think about it that way but i guess it's would that be more of like i guess boyfriend girlfriend kind of thing but like you're not just uh tied to that one person i don't know if If i had to equate it if i had to equate it to vanilla um dynamics i would say Uh that would be the equivalent of someone buying the ring buying the house the car okay and, okay you know, so they're ready- taking care of you right v- versus okay. having a boyfriend so i guess okay. you say the okay. submissive males would be the boyfriend types that may last long term but it will never take you down the aisle versus a slave right. that is going to commit and he's going to, and, and, and that vanilla relationship, he's going to give you that ring. He's going to give you, you know, everything for the rest of his life. That's the difference between a submissive right. male so and they're a slave. all in. Hmm? They're all in. Okay. Yes, they're all Got in. It. I, think, uh, I think I understand. So how would you sort of, I guess, like, find the slave or the submissive male like do they come to you who, who, who sets the bound like who sets the I guess the boundaries or the limits and say like I want to be in a relationship with mistress thick like tell us a little bit about that that would be me setting the boundaries and the limitations right. and the expectations remember um I'm the one that's in the on the top of the power dynamic oh that's right so that's right they would be meeting me on my terms okay if they wanted to um engage with me and again i don't owe any male anything so that's right (laughs) i I love this just for that yeah (laughs) i love it just for that yeah yeah coming to the table with something that is beneficial to me. So it may not be money, but you cannot just come sit at my table and bring a fork and a knife. That's not how this works. You come to the table with something that's beneficial to me, something that will better my life in my like what would that be? Because I'm I'm genuinely curious. (laughs) It could be be skills, it could be assets, it could be property, it could be finances. It could be okay. jewelry, it could be art, okay. but you're coming to the table with something or something that is going to better my world before you enter. So like a give and take kind of thing? It is, Although it is you have the power. It is definitely a give and take, but I would definitely say that there's more giving. Well, actually, right. yeah, it's more giving on my, on, this is a like, like, Let me tell you why. There's, okay. there's giving on their end, but the giving okay. on their end is more of a gesture to show me sincerity, adoration, reverence. The giving yes. on my okay. end is the understanding, the receptiveness, 
the openness and the and and just the 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 love of and passion of what I do because okay. those are things that they that draw them to me that I I give naturally but it is me giving so it is a sure, sure. relationship but they're giving more on the sense of I guess material and like I think yeah I was gonna say like they're more of like um like items like tangible things exactly. whereas you're words. you're saying right right like you're saying like give me just so I'm understanding like give me something to show me that you deserve to be here my time exactly. that you deserve me to whip you whatever it is the case exactly I, I think I are, got it okay because there are hundreds of you like you out there if not thousands right right so why so what makes you special exactly perfect i love it i love it i love it i'm telling you i think i'm in the wrong (laughs) i'm in the wrong field (laughs) except except that i don't know if i could like uh uh be that like firm because i've watched like some of like some of you know things you see on tv things you see Mm -hmm. in media and it seems like the dominatrix has to be really strict i'm not a firm person i mean Mm -hmm. i'm not sure if i have the capabilities but i do understand like i don't what a person that that's that's true (laughs) that is true we are magic i mean that's like that and and i think and i think that um part of why i really wanted um you on um is because i i think again i've always referenced the the point that we live in a society that we're not accepting of other people's lifestyles right It's, it's almost like if you're if you're not if you're not doing something that the masses are doing like something's wrong and i totally want to normalize this because like you saw like you said initially you know you're getting something in return you're not just stepping on somebody's back you know because it's what they like and i think the biggest thing is is what you like what you enjoy and that you're getting something out of it and so i find it fascinating that it, it when you think about it on a deeper level it really is a beneficial relationship on both parties Yes. It so, is. although you have more power, which yes. I totally enjoy, because I think, like you, like you know, as a black woman, you know, we we don't get the the say at the end mm-hmm. of the day. A lot of times, we are uh, out of our behaviors for the things that we do say. You know, there are so many stereotypes against us, and I think that having the power that you have over people i'm assuming it's just men right do it's just men that no, you work with do you have any like women i do have oh slaves. okay i do have a trans oh so woman slave okay so what are some of the differences because i'm i'm trying i will go off on a tangent and i don't my listeners don't want to hear me they want to hear you <laughs> so what are some of like like let's talk let's talk about that like what are some of the um differences you would sort of say or happens between like the women the women slaves versus the men slaves I would definitely have to say with me the major difference between um me interacting with male slaves versus female slaves is that with female slaves there is a sexual energy and I guess motivation behind it because I okay what do you mean okay I'm a bisexual female and I am attracted to women and women turn me on the female form is gorgeous so this Mm -hmm. is absolutely absolutely something that is 
flooding my basement. I'm totally getting okay. off on this, but I'm getting off on it in okay. a sexual way because I'm 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 sexually aroused. Um, the motivation okay. is sexual. Is the arousal okay. is sexual, and I'm gonna explain the difference between the two in a second. So with the female, okay. um, you know, it's that that's that's where it's coming from. That's where the origin of the energy is from. Even though I'll be sadistic, I'm still okay. very much sexually charged because this is something that's really checking my boxes. This is I'm getting off on this. Okay. Now, the versus okay. the male. This is something I'm still getting off on, but the motivation is different because the motivation mm-hmm. in this aspect is is the pleasure I'm getting is from causing them pain. So ah, got I, it, got I it. am getting off, even though I may cause the female pain and I still get off on that, the, it's, that's not the, my motivation with the female. It's, it is mm-hmm. to be sexually charged and sexually and bring the sexual energy, but we're not ha- we may not be having sex, but the, the 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 motive and initiative is different with the males i'm not even thinking about sex or them or their body or their penis or anything it's what's getting me off what's flooding my basement is the fact of the power that i have over you and what i'm inflicting right. on you so that's fascinating <laughs> I need to, because I'm wondering, like, is it, it because I know from, I, I've, I'm, I'm j- just sort of like hearing you, hearing you explain, is it because women are more sensual? I would have to agree. I also don't have a natural, I don't have a disdain for women either. I love women. I don't say, right. I, and I, right. don't get me wrong, I'm not a man hater. I don't hate men because people, no, no, I get what you're saying all the time. Like, oh, you're a man hater. I'm like, no. How could I hate something that brings me so much damn pleasure? Like, I get pleasure right. from other right. motherfuckers. So why? Why? Right. So <laughs> <laughs> right. not 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 to mention this is your right. profession. So it's like yeah, there's like no it's like it's involved. yeah. So yeah, but yes, I would have to. I, I, I'm I'm trying. I, I, that's fascinating, and I, and I'm sure for for viewers out there, I'm wondering if there are people who are even like not in BDSM or not a dominatrix, but still have that same like understanding Absolutely. or still can relate Absolutely. to you. There, there are yeah, there I've are never sadists. heard. There are, yeah. there are sadomasochists. I would have to say I fall uh-huh. under the sadomasochist. Um, and what is that? Just for def- for like viewers' purposes, like definition sure, wise. Um, a, a, a sadist is someone who gets pleasure derives pleasure from causing pain of others a masochist is someone who enjoys having pain inflicted upon them and then a sadomasochist is someone who can enjoy both pain being inflicted as well as inflicting pain on others so okay, I don't got it. now let me explain why I fall under the sadomasochism category. Um, I don't mm-hmm. enjoy pain, but I can tolerate a lot of it. And a lot of the mm-hmm. play that I engage in um, with, for example, um, Violet Wand is elect- is a form of electro play. So that's me passing. Mm-hmm. What is Vi- that? Violet, Violet Wand. wand. 
is a form of okay. electroplay. And um, okay. what that is, is that's me using electricity and to stimulate shock and charge, you know, a person's body. Well, while that's happening, okay. while that's happening, I'm also getting shocked in a charge as well. I'm not getting as much as them, okay. but I'm, I am receiving right. it. Now, someone... Right. who wouldn't enjoy pain would not enjoy that activity but I, and I right. don't enjoy pain but I do enjoy that activity so because of it being an exchange back and forth I can enjoy that type of dynamic whereas someone who's just a sadist and not into receiving any type of pain would be like nah I'm good that's not for me right so right. um right right so you could like another person will be able to probably give it but not receive it exactly. and vice versa. But you can sort right. of do both, but you're getting a pleasure exactly. also from another it. Another example of okay. why I think I fall under sadomasochism category is, you know, um, I do enjoy rough sex. And now rough sex doesn't equate to being submissive. It just means you enjoy rough sex. But I like the I like the feeling of some pain that can come with rough sex. So if I can enjoy pain in certain scenarios, that means I can I enjoy pain. Bottom line. It doesn't matter, you know, if I if I don't like it here, I don't like it there, but I can enjoy it here and there. That means that you on on on, on a certain level you can enjoy pain. So that's why I right. would consider myself a sadomasochist. Right. So I'm thinking of people who are like, um, the only frame of reference I really have is that, that book, that, uh, gray book, whatever. Well, I can't think of the uh, name. 50 Shades of Grey. <laughs> yes, that's the only like frame of reference I have, but it would, would it sort of be something like that? Like a person would sort of, you know, be tied up and another person is like inflicting the pain on them and that person, cause I'm not sure if people like can even understand how you would be getting the pain, the pleasure. I'm sorry, but I also understand that even when you're sexual with somebody and you can please them, that's you can get pleasure from that, just from being able to please that person. Mm -hmm. So as you're talking, that's what I'm sort of thinking. Like, or is it is it something that's similar to that? Like in the sense that because you're able to please that person, you get pleasure out of that. No. I would definitely say, because I'm very self-centered, I'm going to be. And I'm Hi. here, Pimstress. <laughs> Hi. Hey. Hi, Mistress. How are you? I'm doing well. <laughs> so, um, you, you know, I don't, I have uh, zero tech, uh, like knowledge is really bad, but uh, thank you for bearing with me and I appreciate you so much. Um. I'm not sure but uh why but I'm really nervous right now. I feel like I'm in the presence of royalty. So So I I don't know like I'm I'm nervous. I feel like I'm like amongst like uh like a uh, like a superstar, like a legend or something. Um, <laughs> you, you, so, you you speak too kind of me. Thank you. No, it's it's well deserved and I've been like you know, uh, following you and looking, looking up your, um, your, your page on Instagram. And I, I didn't, I, I, I must admit, I didn't go to your website 
because like I, I was kind of scared. I was kind of scared <laughs> to, go, to go, but I'm going to, I'm going to give you an opportunity to tell our uh, listeners um, more about the website and what they can find. But first I wanted to uh, let you introduce yourself. You could just um, tell, tell, our, tell our listeners who I'm talking to. Yes. I am the fabulous Pimstress Mistress Thick. I hail from New York. And I'm here to represent all of my strong Black queens out there. Thank you so much. And and so when I first started the the podcast, um, I really wanted it to focus on all all types of non-conventional, untraditional relationships. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the focus has been on poly so far. But I feel like this is a form of poly Mm -hmm. in the sense that um, it's sort of like you're not connected to just one person. And um, I I want you to be able to explain to our listeners what it is that you do, um, what's your title. I, I know that it's it falls under BDSM, right? And would you be considered like a dominatrix? Yes, I am um, a professional lifestyle dominatrix. Um, what that means? Okay, so is, what is, is that? Um, I I this is my lifestyle. This is how I live. This is part. This is incorporated mm-hmm. in every facet of my being. Um, mm-hmm. And I also generate a revenue off of my lifestyle. So that's what a professional Good. lifestyle person mm-hmm. or at least my definition of a professional lifestyle dom um i'm just fortunate to be able to generate a revenue off of what i love off of how i love to live my life mm-hmm. and i live as a professional dominatrix i you're absolutely right my relationships are all poly um I have long-term and short-term dynamics, mostly long-term dynamics mm-hmm. um, with my slaves and those that submit to me. So I don't just have slaves. I also have submissive men who... Okay. Um, so what's the difference? You could tell us the difference. Okay. So the difference, would I would have to say, would be the commitment level, whereas okay. a slave would be someone who would be able to dedicate their entire being, their life, um, you know, their soul, everything they have to an individual and they're, and they're willing to back that up with action. Okay. Um, I would say a submissive male may not feel as strongly about be submitting to a female or female supremacy as a slave does. So he won't commit uh-huh. on that level, but he does okay. want to submit to a female and he will submit to a female. And, 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 and I, I would just have to say they're really just not about that life if I had to put it in layman's terms. So there's submissive uh-huh. males who have submissive tendencies and want to um, be subjugated by a female authority. Like, would that be like once in a while kind of thing? Exactly, like, exactly. Okay, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay, versus like somebody who's, you'll probably see them long term, like ongoing. Versus someone who says, you know what? I want to give my whole life to you. Here's my life savings. Okay. Okay. Here's my house. Here's oh, my really? Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. that's, so. that's interesting. I didn't. I didn't think about it that way. But I guess it's. Would, would that be more of like I guess boyfriend girlfriend kind of thing? But like you're not just uh, tied to that one person. I don't know if, if I had to if equate that makes it. Sense. If I had to equate it to vanilla. Um, dynamics, I would say uh-huh. that would be the equivalent of someone buying the ring 
buying the house, the car. Okay. And, okay. You know, so they're taking care of you. Right. V versus okay. having a boyfriend. So I guess okay. you could say the okay. submissive males would be the boyfriend types that may last long term, but it will never take you down the aisle versus a slave right. that is going to commit and he's going to, and, and, and that vanilla relationship, he's going to give you that ring. He's going to give you, you know, everything for the rest of his life. That's the difference between a submissive right. male so and a slave. So they're all in. Hmm? They're all in. Okay. Yes, they're all Got in. It. I, think I, I think I understand. So how would you sort of, I guess, like, find the slave or the submissive male like do they come to you who, who, who sets the bound like who sets the I guess the boundaries or the limits and say like I want to be in a relationship with mistress thick like tell us a little bit about that that would be me setting the boundaries and the limitations right. and the expectations remember um I'm the one that's in the on the top of the power dynamic oh that's right so that's right they would be meeting me on my terms okay if they wanted okay. to um engage with me and again i don't owe any male anything so that's the right first and foremost, <laughs> I, I love yourself. this just for that yeah <laughs> i love it just for that yourself. yeah yeah coming to the table with something that is beneficial to me. So it may not okay. be money, but you cannot just come sit at my table and bring a fork and a knife. That's not how this works. Right. You come right. to the table with something that's beneficial to me, something that okay. will better my life in my Like, my what would that be? Because I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Sure. It, could be, it could be skills. It could be assets. It could be okay. property, it could be okay. finances, it could be okay. jewelry, it could be art, okay. but you're coming to the table with something or something that is going to better my world before you So like a give and take kind of thing? It is, Although it is you have the power. It is definitely a give and take, but I would definitely say that there's more giving. Well, actually, right. yeah, it's more giving on my on. Is, is this is a like, like, Let me tell you why. There's okay. There's giving on their end, but the giving okay. on their end is more of a gesture to show me sincerity, adoration, reverence. The giving yes. on my okay. end is the understanding, the receptiveness, the openness. And the and and just the 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 love of and passion of what I do, because okay. those are things that they that draw them to me that I I give naturally, but it is me giving. So it is a sure, good sure. relationship, but they're giving more on the sense of I guess material and like I think yeah I was gonna say like they're more of like um like items like tangible things exactly. whereas you're, you're saying right right like you're saying like give me just so I'm understanding like give me something to show me that you deserve to be here my time exactly. that you deserve me to whip you whatever it is the case exactly I, I think I got are, it okay because there are hundreds of you like you out there if not thousands That's right right 
So why? Right. So what makes you special? You? Exactly. Perfect. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm telling you, I think I'm in the wrong. <laughs> I'm in the wrong field. I, except, except that I don't know if I could like uh uh be that like firm because I've watched like some of like some of you know things you see on TV, things you see mm-hmm. in media, and it seems like the dominatrix has to be really strict. I'm not a firm person. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I have the capabilities, but I do understand like I don't believe what that. a person. You're a black woman. Oh, it's in that, you. That's that's true. <laughs> that is true. We are magic. I mean, that's like that. And I, and I think and I think that um, part of why I really wanted um, you on um, is because I I think again I've always referenced the the point that we live in a society that we're not accepting of other people's lifestyles, yeah. right? It's it's almost like if you're if you're not if you're not doing something that the masses are doing, like something's wrong. Right. And I totally want to normalize this because, like you saw, like you said initially, you know, you're getting something in return. You're you're not just stepping on somebody's back, you know, because it's what they like. Yes. And I think the biggest thing is is what you like, what exactly. you enjoy, and that you're getting something out of it. And so I find it fascinating that it, it when you think about it on a deeper level, it really is a beneficial relationship on both parties. Yes. It so is. although you have more power, which yes. I totally enjoy because I think like you, like you know, as a black woman. You know, we we don't get the the say at the end of the day. A lot of times, we are uh, out of our behaviors for the things that we do say. You know, there are so many stereotypes against us, and I think that having the power that you have over people, I'm assuming it's just men, right? Do it's just men that no, you work with? Do you have women. any like women? I do have. Oh, slaves. okay. I do have a trans oh, so- woman slave. Okay, so what are some of the differences? Because I'm I'm trying, I will go off on a tangent and I don't my listeners don't want to hear me. They want to hear you. <laughs> so what are some of like like let's talk, let's talk about that. Like what are some of the um differences you would sort of say are happens between like the women the, the women slaves versus the men slaves? I would definitely have to say with me, the major difference between um me interacting with male slaves versus female slaves is that with female slaves, there is a sexual energy and I guess motivation behind it because I, okay, what do you because mean? I'm, okay. I'm a bisexual female and okay. I am attracted to women and women okay. turn me on the female form is gorgeous. So this, mm-hmm. is, absolutely. <laughs> this is absolutely something that is, flooding my basement I'm totally getting okay. off on this but I'm getting off on it in okay. a sexual way because I'm 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 sexually aroused um the motivation okay. is sexual is the arousal okay. is sexual and I'm going to explain the difference between the two in a second so with the female okay um, you know it's that that's that's where it's coming from that's where the origin of the energy is from even though I'll be sadistic I'm still okay very much sexually charged because this is something that's really checking my boxes. This is, I'm getting off on this. Okay. Now, the versus okay. the male, this is something I'm still getting off on, but the motivation is different because the motivation mm-hmm. in this aspect is, is the pleasure I'm getting is from causing them pain. So 
Ah, got it. I got am it. Getting off, even though I may cause the female pain, and I still get off on that. The it's that's not the my motivation with the female. It's, it is to mm-hmm. be sexually charged and sexually and bring the sexual energy, but we're not. Ha- we may not be having sex, but the the the, the motive and the initiative is different with the males. I'm not even thinking about sex or them or their body or their penis or anything. Mm-hmm. It's what's getting me off. What's flooding my basement is the fact of the power that I have over you and what I'm inflicting right. on you. So that's fascinating. <laughs> I need to, t- because I'm wondering, like, is it, it because I know from, I, I've, I'm, I'm just, just sort of like hearing you hearing you explain. Is it because women are more sensual? I would have to agree. I also don't have a natural. I don't have a disdain for women either. I love women. I don't say right. I, and I right. don't get me wrong. I'm not a man hater. I don't hate men because people, no, no, I get what you're saying all the time. Like, oh, you're a man hater. I'm like, no. How could I hate something that brings me so much damn pleasure? Like, I get pleasure right. from right. motherfuckers. So why? why right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I, not 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 to mention this is your right. profession. So it's no, like yeah, there's like, no it's hate like involved. It's, yeah. So yeah. But yes, I would have to. I, I, I'm I'm trying. I, I, that's fascinating, and I, and I'm sure for for viewers out there, I'm wondering if there are people who are even like not in BDSM or not a dominatrix, but still have that same like understanding Absolutely. or still can relate Absolutely. to you. There, there are yeah, there I've are never sadists, heard. There are, yeah. there are sadomasochists. I would have to say I fall uh-huh. under the sadomasochist. Um, and what is that? Just for def- for like viewers' purposes, like definition sure, wise. Um, a, 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 sadist is someone who gets pleasure, derives pleasure from causing pain of others. A masochist is someone who enjoys having pain inflicted upon them. And then a sadomasochist is someone who can enjoy both pain being inflicted as well as inflicting pain on others. So I don't, now let me explain why I fall under the sadomasochism category. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. enjoy pain, but I can tolerate a lot of it. And a lot of the Mm -hmm. play that I engage in um, with, for example, um, Violet Wand is is a form of electro play. So that's me passing. Mm -hmm. What is that? Violet Violet Wand? Wand. Is a form of okay. electro play, and um, okay. what that is is that's me using electricity and to stimulate shock and charge, you know, a person's body. Well, while that's happening, okay. while that's happening, I'm also getting shocked and a charge as well. I'm not getting as much as them, okay. but I'm I am receiving right. it now. Someone. Right. who wouldn't enjoy pain would not enjoy that activity but I, and I right. don't enjoy pain but I do enjoy that activity so because of it being an exchange back and forth I can enjoy that type of dynamic whereas someone who's just a sadist and not into receiving any type of pain would be like nah I'm good that's not for me right so right. um right right 
So you could like another person will be able to probably give it but not receive it exactly. and vice versa. But you can sort right. of do both, but you're getting a pleasure exactly. also from another it. Another example of okay. why I think I fall under sadomasochism category is, you know, um, I do enjoy rough sex. And I, now rough sex doesn't equate to being submissive. It just means you enjoy rough sex. But I like the I like the feeling of some pain that can come with rough sex. So if I can enjoy pain in certain scenarios, that means I can I enjoy pain. Bottom line, it doesn't matter, you know, if I if I don't like it here, I don't like it there, but I can enjoy it here and there. That means that you on 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 a certain level you can enjoy pain. So that's why I right. would consider myself a sadomasochist. Right. So I'm thinking of people who are like, um, the only frame of reference I really have is that, that book, that, uh, gray book, whatever. Well, I can't think of the uh, name. 50 Shades of Grey. <laughs> yes, that's the only like frame of reference I have, but it, it would, would it sort of be something like that? Like a person would sort of, you know, be tied up and another person is like inflicting the pain on them and that person. Cause I'm not sure if people like can even understand how you would be getting the pain, the pleasure, I'm sorry. But I also understand that even when you're sexual with somebody and you can please them, that's, you can get pleasure from that, just from being able to please that person. Mm -hmm. So as you're talking, that's what I'm sort of thinking, like, or is it, is it something that's similar to that? Like in the sense that because you're able to please that person, you get pleasure out of that? No. I would definitely say, because I'm very self-centered, I'm going to be. Hi. Hi. So we're going to just make this the second half of the last episode. You're sort of self-centered. Um, so go ahead. If you can remember your point. Uh, I totally don't. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I was asking, I was asking about um, how I sort of envisioned um, you sort of uh, getting pleasure from the fact that you were able to please someone else. Okay, so no, it's not, it's definitely not about pleasing anyone else except for me. I am, I'm very much self-centered. Okay. Um, I am uh, very much a pillow princess, so it's definitely not about, I'm not, a I'm, not a, I'm not that type of individual. I love being pleased, but what okay. it is, the, what I derive pleasure from is, um, what I derive pleasure from is the power exchange, is this person is relinquishing okay. over their power to allow me to do this to them. In fact, they're even okay. relinquishing over power for me to do this to them, their consent for me to do this to them, and their payment. For the oh, so, nice. Yeah. These yeah. are all things that turn me on <laughs> when I'm engaging in the right. play, whether, you know, whether they're paying me or not, these are all, you know, it's still the other things that I mentioned are driving motivating factors. Right, right. So, okay, I get that. I get that. So just for time purposes, could you walk me through like uh, a scenario, like what would like a typical uh, play session look like between you and one of your uh, submissives? Just, nothing is typical. Um, I would have oh, okay. to say everything, 
that I do that I engage in is organic and happens on the spot spontaneity. I don't plan. Okay. Or, or that's you know, fine. I don't, do, I don't logistically sit out and plan. Okay, I'm going to have him come in, and then I'm going to have him do this okay. and have him do that. Now I do have my, you know routines as far as like with protocol where there there are certain right. actions that I expect to be done so for example someone okay. comes to serve me one of the first things I'm expecting you to do upon seeing me is dropping to your knees to kiss my feet okay that's the very first thing Before you even say hello okay. it's drop to your knees and that's your that is your hello is drop so that would be but but I'm so sorry to, to talk over you. I didn't mean but would, would that be somebody who's sort of like a slave or no, would it matter? Like a like and slaves. That is your that is the proper greeting. Okay. That's just something I expect. Okay. okay. And they have to know this. Like if it's their first time and they walk I in, they would be like get down um, on your knees before they okay. even fix their mouth to say, Hello, mistress. I'm like, get on your knees and uh-huh. kiss my feet. Okay, and if they don't or if they refuse, there then what do you no like give them a... As they won't or they refuse because you're coming there to... You're, you're, you, when, when you got accepted to, become, to come into my presence, uh-huh. you consented uh-huh. to submitting mm-hmm. to me the way that I choose. So you don't have no right, choice. Right. You, you're giving that away. That walked out of the door as soon as you came to me. Okay. So I'm thinking that, because the reason why I ask, because I, I kind of get that, but I was thinking like they would probably want you to like give them a lashing or something. Just like, so they would come in and like sort of oh, test you a nah, little bit. Like maybe not not the my, way like, to get to me. <laughs> that is the way to get the fuck thrown out of my presence because what that's doing is okay. that's you challenging my authority. In fact, we have a term for that. It's called topping from the okay. bottom. So what that means is that okay. you are as a submissive, you are at the bottom of the power dynamic. Me as a as a dom, I'm at the top of the power dynamic. Mm-hmm. When you do things mm-hmm. or say things to trigger or attempt to manipulate my behavior or treatment of you that's mm-hmm. you you any type of manipulation from the bottom should not be happening at all because you are on right, the bottom right. of the dynamic so what you, so it's like they're being disrespectful exactly yeah yeah, because I thought I thought that maybe again just from what I've seen on TV I'm thinking that they would sort of be like um, oh no, I'm not gonna do that. Could you give me a lashing like that kind of thing? Because they would want to like, like to, to, yeah, to because, because they, they would want, they, sort of they get off. Get dosed. That's what I call it. They want to get dosed. They want that yeah. black girl hard. That I'm a, yeah. my neck rolling, <laughs> my eyes rolling in my head. They want they want that reaction. But see, just because you want yeah. that reaction, I'm not gonna give it to you. Because that's what you want me right. to do. And that's not what we're doing here. We're doing what I want to do. Right. Exactly. Right. Because you're in charge. Yeah. So you mentioned that, you know, like they would sort of agree to it. They would to come into your world. How would one like 
find uh, not just you, but any, because I don't want people reaching out to you who you may not, you know, but how would one like say like, oh, I want to be like a, a, don, or a submissive or I want to be a slave. Like, how, how would they find such well, a thing? Anyone who's interested in exploring their submissive side, I would first tell them to go to a couple of websites that are lifestyle oriented websites. Um, FetLife being mm-hmm. one of them. Collar, Collar Space oh, yeah. being the other that. one. And I would tell them to explore those avenues and look around first. You know, do, do a nice look okay. around and see what's going on in the candy store before you start just, you know, shoveling candy down your throat. like you want to you want to go slow one of those pieces you might just choke on so i get that i get that um so i i think what before i let you go i I, i'm it's there's so many other things i want to ask but again tom tom uh permits us but i i wanted to ask um I've, I talk a lot about to, to people about um, like the fetish. I can never say this word. The fetishization, the fetishization. Yes, yeah. of, of black women, and um, I'm wondering, like, is there like some intersect between you know the the men that you see and the that concept of fetishizing of, of black women? Can you speak Absolutely. a little bit? This is one of. Um... One of the topics I'm very, very vocal on, um, being okay. a black woman in this industry, I am fetishized mm-hmm. very much. Um, I am, my ethnicity is an actual fetish, you know, um, being okay. ebony, ebony being black. That's, that's an actual fetish. You can go into categories in porn. You can go into categories in BDSM Really, and you can put in ebony you can put in black mistress ebony mistress and these are categories we are we are actually fetishes so with that being said wow. it 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 has me as a woman a black woman one conscious of everyone who approaches me because right. if i don't possess right it's like you're yet, super aware like hyper aware because if i don't possess yeah. that consciousness then i'm gonna let people motherfuckers slip through the cracks that I don't really want right. engaging with me and I that don't deserve right. to share the air that I even breathe so right right so how do you limit that because I, I, I would think I don't I, I don't know how to put this but would there be some some guys or even women out there who would just sort of try to sort of yeah, use you exactly I'm, I'm not really sure that's, how that's to that's where I was going with the fetishization basically you know when you you have i have to have this awareness this consciousness because there's a difference between Uh the ones that fetishize me and 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 want to worship me because i'm black and this is what turns them on as opposed to the ones Mm -hmm. that really care about the betterment of the black experience they really care about okay. the black community they really care they're allies they really care about you know right. what, the treatment of black people and they care it they they want right. me to do right. well and they want to propel me so i have to be right. conscious of the motherfuckers who are just paying 
to have to to, to get time right. with me because this is their kink. This is what turns them on, and there's nothing right. wrong with that. There's right. nothing wrong with that. But it as it's nothing wrong with that in the in the in the whole kink aspect of it. But it, there is something wrong right. with it as for me being a black woman because it devalues right. me. Because I am the original woman. I am the woman that right. every other woman on this planet is trying to be. Well said. So well said. It, Thank you for saying that. I love you so much. Me as a as this as this deity, because that's what I am. I am a deity. I'm a goddess walking on right. this planet right now. And right. you just devalued me and reduced me to nothing but something that you jerk your dick off to. Like sexual, right, right. That's sexual, and not like you see me you as see just me a, as sexual a sexual being, not even object, as a being. means to an end. Something that gets your yes. dick off and makes you. Yes. Oh, darling! Right, I'm the. I'm the, I'm how do you? I'm civilization. You? Women like me, black women, birth this civilization. Not me specifically. I ain't that old. <laughs> but oh. women, yeah. the black woman. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. what we're talking about right now. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yes. I'm fascinated that we could have this um, this piece on the show because I, I was like, I can't let that go because I noticed that you were in like Amsterdam and I know those are places that you don't really see too many black people right. walking around. And so I'm like, um, I, I'm assuming that those places, there would be like more white men and I was wondering, oh, mm-hmm. white women. And I was wondering like, like if you were aware of that. And so I appreciate you one. Even on a vanilla level. Oh, like going over yes. there, girl, it's, uh, it's funny because you would think I'm like Beyonce or start where people are stopping right. and say, hey, can I take a picture with right. you? You know why? Because they never seen a right. black person that looked like me before. That's right. why. Right. I've, I've had that <laughs> I've had that experience, yeah. But but yeah, it's 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 fascinating that just off topic that we could be so um, idolized but also hated at the same time. Isn't that well, fascinating? I call it, this it's, is what I call it. We are there. They most people, most white people are negrophobes and negrophiles. They okay. They love us and they hate us. They they don't know if they want yes. to fuck us or hang us. This is this and this is this is. This is fact. Oh. I'm not even trying to yes. be, I know. you know, I know. And, 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 and throw shade or anything. So- this is just, this is just the reality, especially in America. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. <laughs> absolutely. And I hope that the listeners, you know, I, 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 I do know who my, who my, listeners are and I, I think that they would absolutely understand that and even when you think back going to slaves to slavery um you know real slavery um how how were the slave women um raped right but also also degraded like at the same time like treated in such a way as a slave but also, but also, but also good also adored and revered because there, yes. you know, that's where the term bedwinching came from. So, you know, now, you know, okay. you have the woman who is being taken by force by the plantation owner. And then you have the woman who is loved by the plantation owner. He loved him, some of this right. black woman, and she gives herself willingly. Right. So, you know, because otherwise right. she really doesn't have a choice. She's going gonna, gonna to get taken either way. Right. So, you know, that's right. one of the right. things that, you know, f- the 
flips my mind about how people look at black women and 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 our role throughout history and and our role that we played through slavery and you know they use that term bed wench but there was no other alternative the other alternative alternative was me being a rape victim essentially right let me rephrase that the other alternative was me being a victim of violent rape because i was raped already because my consent was taken I don't. I don't have a choice to right, sleep with right, the with the right. with the um, plantation right. owner or not. I had to. And a lot of it may have been survival too. I don't know if you know that show. Um, yes, underground. I was a big I, fan of underground. Huge fan. I'm so yeah, sad. I'm love so it. Sad love it. It, it, it didn't get uh, picked up again. Of course. Of course, of course, you you know why, but you know I I I think the the mother I don't want to get too off topic because I think that people the, uh, the audience might want to hear more about who who you are as like in BDSM, but I must say I appreciate you being able to to speak on history because it shows a level of understanding and awareness and that you're not just doing this you know for fun right you're not just doing it although it's fun, fun right that's it's, not the only motivating factor i do have a goal right. in this i do want to impact change i do want to leave a legacy behind i do want to inspire other black women to follow in my footsteps this and change wow. and create their universe however they so see fit so yeah it's more to it it's a bigger picture and i'm definitely keyed into right. it and I'm down for the struggle. I'm down for the cause. Oh, I, I appreciate you. And, and and did I tell you when I first I said I'm nervous? I didn't know why. This is why. <laughs> because I'm not talking to an ordinary person. And I think all of my guests um, so far have been fabulous, have been wonderful. I love everyone who's given me the time. But I think there's a special uh, uniqueness here in the sense that um, you are, you're, you're speaking from two very different mm-hmm. worlds. One being a dominatrix and one being as a black woman who's educated and aware. And I love that. I, lo- I love that about, about black women because I, if, if you're not, I like to call it mm-hmm. the sunken place. Like if you're not aware of what's going on around you, you yeah. easily sink, you easily fall. Um, but, but, but I, I, I do, I do wonder if we can just get back to, um, some of the, some of the BDSM, sure. because I think people want to <laughs> hear some more about that. Um, but I, I appreciate, um, your, your, your level of understanding and your education. Um, and so, um, just to, uh, just to get back on, on topic, to get back on track, Tell us a little bit about maybe how you got into um, the lifestyle. Um, wow. I got into this lifestyle. My origin story is a funny one um, because I just got a reminder of it a few days ago. I was <laughs> um, I actually excelled in my career profession at a very young age. I was in corporate America making $90,000, 100K at 29 years old. I, was, I worked for companies like oh. Verizon, Cablevision, Microsoft, Time Warner, DirecTV. Mm-hmm. I worked for major media companies. So um, I had a, I had a, a strong um, co- corporate America background, you know, just working background. And okay. um, I got let go in 2006 after splitting with my ex-husband at the time. And it was those two life events. Say the last mistress. I'm sorry. We broke up. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, in 2006, 
I was let go from my job um, at Cablevision mm-hmm. at the time, and I was also going through a divorce. Okay. And it was those two life events that made me reflect and have this like introspective moment about my life where I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, what is it that I wanted to do? Like, you know, I did all of this mm-hmm. stuff to get here and I'm not happy. You know, I'm I'm not I'm now okay. gonna have to start all over again and you know, what am I gonna do? What are, what are the things that I wanted to do? And you know, it's funny because I you know, I, I really did some soul searching and one of the things that I said when I was young, I said I was gonna be a phone sex <laughs> operator. I said <laughs> <laughs> What a, what a dream as a you kid. You know what? Back in the day, we had the 550, the 970, like the 1900. Like that had just yeah. come into fruition. So when that okay. happened, and I saw like, you know, and then you had the movie uh, Spike Lee's Girl Six. Yes. And, you know, I was like, yes. you know, that would be fun because I enjoyed at that time, even though I was a child, I was on those lines having phone sex, pretending I was older. <laughs> You know, talk. You know, doing things that kids do that are not yeah. supposed to be doing. That was me. So, right, you know, I, I had that fantasy or that dream, and then you know, I just, I just always thought of it as a fantasy and a dream. And then when, when I'm 29 now, and I'm picking up the pieces of my life or with the remnants mm-hmm. of my old life, and now trying to figure out what I'm gonna do going forward, you know, I was like, well. You know, I I did always think about doing porn and sex work and stuff like that. And at that time, mm-hmm. I didn't know it was called mm-hmm. sex work. But I just knew mm-hmm. that it, those were the things that I was interested in. So I tried to, do, you know, find out mm-hmm. as much as I could and tried to get involved. Mm-hmm. And I answered ads in, in, in the newspaper at the time because that was, we still had the newspaper then. It was, the internet was just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Right, we're having like history and moments in time. I know. <laughs> so, um, I, I didn't have any success, and um, huh. I know that I was on AOL and I was playing exploring online with some, uh, uh-huh. you know, being a mistress and submissives, and we had AOL chat back then and Yahoo chat. I remember. So I, was, I remember. I was in those chat rooms being busy. And then from there, I started webcamming. And then, oh. um, you know, as I'm webcamming, you know, I'm exploring my sexuality. I'm exploring life, you know, just being because now I'm this new person. You know, I don't have a marriage. Right. I don't have a job that I'm tied to. I can actually do right. the things that I want to do. And I got my own money right. to do it. So, you know. <laughs> That's wonderful. Let me tell you, that's a wonderful story because although you lost your job and and it 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 it, it was almost like um uh, ending yes, in the beginning in the same in the same thing. Yes, yes. And so you lost your job, and I would imagine you were probably like, "Oh my god, oh my god, what am I gonna do? My husband's divorcing. You know, I'm getting mm-hmm. divorced. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say he's, but I'm getting a divorce. I'm losing my job. And then it was like this spiritual awakening, and you found a, a something inside of yeah. you that you were and, passionate and, and about. And doing that webcam work led me, you know, to porn which led me to be yeah. being a professional mistress. And here I am. 
this is this is fabulous. I'm sorry because I don't. I'm 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 almost like oh my gosh, she lost her job. Like it's, I don't mean it, in that, but, it, but 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 it's almost like it it happened. Like the universe has its mm-hmm. way of of working out, and I and and I'm 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 so like I'm 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 commending you. You know, and and also like I think it takes a, a a brave a brave soul to to start out that way, especially in those days. Because although webcamming is mm-hmm. big now, I don't think it was back then because it was like new and people were like, oh my god, how could you be in front of the camera? Well, like you know what I mean? So webcamming back then was more profitable than it is now. There was days oh. where I would make thousands of dollars in a day. So many people probably weren't exactly. doing it, right? It like, was new. That's what it was. It was new, and you could you could basically be in a in a room with your favorite performer. That's really what it was. Right, you were in right. a room with your favorite yeah. performer, even though you weren't yeah. in the physical room with them, you were in the virtual right. room right. with them, where you could see them, talk to right. them, and that was just as good. They just couldn't touch you, and you couldn't touch them. Yeah. And that and and right. that's the same thing that happens in a strip club. So yeah, it, right. it, it, it was so exactly. new that it was it was just money to be made. And then I would say right. the um when the when the economy failed and while Clinton was in office, right after he got out and Bush came in, that's when we saw this uh-huh. flood of soccer moms invade the webcam industry, and then it got saturated, uh-huh. and then it became something that was permanent. And now, like you could get it anywhere. And now you have this new wave of cam girls, which are these bratty teen co-ed types, you know. Yeah. yeah. So it's 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 morphed. I've actually been able to see the generations of it evolve from the beginning to the end. So it's it's really interesting. Oh my God, mistress! I think we can go on and on, but we've been doing this. We've been at the core for like <laughs> almost twenty minutes, I think, including including both shows. So I do okay. have to end, um, because I don't want the, you know, I don't want the viewers to sort of like, um, feel like it's too much going on. But I, but I, but I, but I want to have you back. Oh my God, I'm so grateful for you. Can we can we tell people how if they wanted to uh, follow you or catch yes. you? Um, well, my Twitter is mistress thick at mistress thick um my website is mistress thick.com my second membership website is he pays thick.com my third website yeah. is pimpstress mistress.com and then my last website is crypto pimpstress.com so you know i'm over here building a fempire girl building a- no, listen, listen, you're doing it right. And I and like I said, I admire you and I, I love to say uh black girl magic, but I'm this is for real now. This is you are black girl magic. Not only are you knowledgeable and what and, and, and well versed, you're doing something that you're passionate about, you're doing something that many women, black women are not able to do. So I commend you and I appreciate you so much. And I'm I hope to have you on again. Um, let me know when you're back in, in New York, uh, uh, and, and we'll Definitely. catch up. All right. Thank, thank you for having you. me on. Thank you so much. And listeners, thank you. And remember, consent is sexy, y'all. Have a good night. <laughs>